I was diagnosed with cancer in 2017 Mm -hmm. at the end of the year. And in that moment, after the doctor said to me, you have invasive lobular carcinoma, there wasn't much more that I heard from her. We've been so disrespected as a nation. Like we still are. One of the things that I I wonder at is how that might change in the future. But whenever a person is disrespected and is traumatized as they are disrespected, oftentimes then they end up disrespecting themselves. How does the work that you do kind of serve as that counterbalancing of recognizing that sometimes, yes, we want to be concerned about how much respect we give other people or even attend to it. Uh, We look at things like inclusion and diversity and all of that stuff. But how do we as a nation now begin to look at how much we disrespect ourselves, especially when it comes to inclusion and diversity? When it comes to inclusion and equity, the most important thing, and I emphasize this all the time, the most important thing is communication, is learning to speak and learning to listen, right? There's a two-way street in communication. It's being heard, but also listening and hearing what other people have to say. Yes. And so I think that if we take that and we transfer it to our communities, we have to listen to each other, right? We don't all have, we're not a monolith, but when we believe that we are, then we begin to resent each other for not fitting into that Mm -hmm. monolithic part of we all are supposed to speak the same way, we're supposed to act the same way, we're supposed to worship the same way. We are a group of people that has a one mind and we should all be the same. And that is not true. And we have to understand that that's not true. And we have to begin to accept ourselves, accept our individuality. Yes as it shows up and accept each other's individuality as it shows up so that we can then accept ourselves. We've been hurt. We've been traumatized. And we then have to give ourselves the time and the space and the grace to say, I need time to process this. I need time to heal and not turn it within or within ourselves or within our community, right? We really have to listen and we have to speak our truth, but also listen to another's truth. And I really believe, you know, in my heart of hearts, that communication is the core, is at Mm -hmm. the core of all of it. When we are not able to communicate, when, you know, some people say, well, what do you say to someone who's not willing to listen? They just want to counter everything that you say. I say, I don't have a conversation with them Mm. because... I have to protect my being. Mm-hmm. I have to protect my energy. I have to protect myself. And if they're not ready or willing, we're not having a conversation. We're arguing right. and we're both arguing our own points and we're both on our own on our own paths. We're not truly communicating. Yes. So I only work with people and in this work, I only work with people who have shown that they are ready. Right. And being ready only means that you say, you know what? I know that there's a problem. I have no idea how to fix it. Can you help me with that? Right. And then I go, absolutely. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> Let's talk about this now. Right? I love that. I love <laughs> and that. If, and if I'm not the one to do it, I can see, hey, this area right here is not my area of expertise, but let's find someone who, who, who can, who can do it, right? Because we have to protect ourselves yeah. and we have to allow ourselves the grace that we offer 
outside of ourselves to those who sometimes, you know, like you said, who are disrespectful. Yeah. We offer people who are disrespectful to us a lot of grace. And yet we can turn on ourselves and be disrespectful to ourselves and not respect our boundaries. So we have to be cognizant of that. So we all have a becoming story. And, you know, I just love the way that you talk about all of this and even the communication piece. And so one of my clients called me and she was talking to me about this vision that she had this morning. And it was more she's going through a healing journey. So she was experiencing and she talked about, you know, being in the cocoon and seeing the butterfly. And, you know, it's time now for her to come out of the cocoon. And so I called my company Becoming because the butterfly fly and the becoming journey that we're all on the transformation journey that we're all on usually there's an experience that pulls us out of the cocoon or puts us in the cocoon quite frankly but there's also an experience that pulls us out so talk to me about your becoming journey what brought you to the place where you are now with all the magnificent ideas that you have oh my gosh (laughs) so is it my becoming story It, it is I think it is the thing that helped me to look back and to see where I had like where I had fallen off right I was diagnosed with cancer in 2017 mm-hmm. at the end of the year and in that moment after the doctor said to me you have invasive lobular carcinoma there wasn't much more that I heard from her right. <laughs> uh, my husband was there thankfully he was asking all the questions but I was sitting there and I and, and I remember very clearly thinking to myself okay stay composed you're mm-hmm. fine you're fine you're okay but then of course the question comes oh my god if I'm dead what happens to my children? And then you come back and you're like, you're fine. You're fine. And like, oh my gosh, if I'm dead, am I happy with the, with the, with the trajectory of my life? If I don't die, am I happy with what I'm doing right now? Am I making the difference that I always thought that I would make? And, and it was a resounding no. And that made me stop Mm. and think and go, Okay. So then the the following day, I had all these scans that I needed to do. Yeah. So I spent the day at the hospital going through all the scans. Yeah. And, you know, once you're, once you're diagnosed, it's off to the races. Yes. And then the Friday, my doctor called because it was a Wednesday that I was diagnosed, December 13th, the Friday, the 15th. She called and she says, we don't see cancer anywhere else, only in the breast. Right. That was a huge sigh of relief, right? Now you know that you've only got one area to fight. You don't have multiple areas to fight, right? And that was also where I thought, okay, um, I'm not, I didn't think I was going to die from cancer. Honestly, the, the day that I was diagnosed, I called my sister and I said, I was diagnosed with cancer. It didn't come to kill me. It came to teach me something. Mm. And so when I got that news, I said, fantastic. Now, what is the lesson? Yes. What is it that I'm supposed to be learning? Stay open, whatever comes, take it as it comes. Do not reject or quickly accept. Simply allow and see what happens. And that is where my journey really and truly began. It began with me saying, you know what, I'm going to stay open. And mm-hmm. as I stayed open and as I thought about what I wanted to do, I started to put it out there. I would like to do more speaking. Yes. I would like to share my story. I would like to help other people, inspire other people so that they know that they can make it through. And this yes. was as I was going through. And so 2020 began in January or February of 2020, I was on a uh, local television show. I pitched myself because I said I want to do more speaking. Yes. Uh, I did two 
television shows. And then in May, when George Floyd happened, because I'd already spoken to so many people and I'd stayed open and I put the intentions out there. Yes, yes. Someone called me and said, they're doing a vigil. Would you like to be the speaker? Yes. And I said, sure. I thought I was going to be one of many. I was the only speaker, which was very interesting. Yes, yes. And, And so I did that. And from there, I did panels. And from there, I did. So it kind of mushroomed from there. Yes. Like, um, you know, I did podcast episodes. Someone reached out to me and said, you know, I've been watching what you've been doing. And it looks like you found your true north. I would yes. love to have you on. Yeah. And so it just went from there. But it was all a journey of allowing myself to be who I was. And releasing shame that I had carried Mm -hmm. for a long time and guilt Mm -hmm. that I had carried for a long time and saying, you know what, that is not serving me because that is only keeping me in a place where when I look at my mortality face to face, I said, I'm not doing what I want to be doing. So therefore, for me now, the goal is if I get to that place again, I do not believe that it will be cancer, but when I get to yes. the end, you know, when we all get to that place yes. and we know we're going away, yes. we're, we're yes. transitioning. And I ask myself that same question. I want the response to be a resounding yes Absolutely. versus a resounding no. Absolutely. I just love that. I love that in that moment, you didn't become, I'm sure there were moments of fear, but what I'm not hearing is I became so afraid. I shrunk. I shut everyone out. I shut me out. And I wondered forever and ever if this was it, if I'm going to die, you know, what I heard you say is I made a decision immediately to assess, have I lived the life I love? Have I lived the life I'm here to live? And through that assessment quickly said, I want to live the life I love and I want to fulfill the purpose that I'm here to serve. And in making that, then went the next part of the journey, which really is the releasing of all the things that we know that that can cause cancer, right? Mm -hmm. And so we know that by now we're all energetic beings. We know that by now those fear-based emotions like shame, like Mm. guilt, like regret, like hate, like intolerance, all of those things are vibrating at the lowest level. So shame Mm -hmm. is like 20. Frequency is Mm -hmm. 20 hertz. And so if you're vibrating at 20, you know, just enveloped in shame, you can't even light a light bulb, you know? So (laughs) (laughs) so if you can't light a light bulb, I don't know how much light is going through you either. And so the darkness comes, which is, you know, imbalance and instability and disease and all of those things. And it sounds like during that process, part of the healing journey was to release all of those things that really um, were on the lower vibration scale. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was an expanding rather than a shrinking. And it definitely was because one of the things that I, that I was very sure about was, you know, so many people were like, oh, you should do this diet or you should eat this, this kind of food or you should do this and you should, no one, not one person ever said you should try to mitigate your stress. Yeah. But everything I read said that underlying so many of the diseases and a lot of the diseases that we see predominantly in um, black communities or yes. marginalized communies, high blood yes. pressures, uh, yeah. diabetes, yeah. heart disease, all of these are caused because of a high level of cortisol, 
which is a high level of the stress hormone. That's right. That's and right. I said, I don't need any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need any of that. Need any and, of that. You know, I'm a, I'm a trauma therapist and everything that I do is grounded in the transformational journey as well as forgiveness. And now forgiveness is being used to cure cancer, you know, because again, once you release, which is what forgiveness is, once you send it away, you know, which is what forgiveness is, once you begin to liberate yourself from all of those things and the trappings of the past, then essentially what happens is you begin to vibrate at a whole new level. And from what I understand is all of our cells now replicate, they regenerate. uh, That is, we become brand new in about 11 months. So 11 months from now, you and I and every cell in our body will be brand new. And so if we don't bring the memories of whatever has held us back from this point forward, 11 months from now, we're brand new with cells that don't remember those things that right. we have let go. And so it's a powerful process of saying, I'm going to release the stress. I'm going to let it all go. I'm going to release whatever needs to be let go, whatever shame, guilt, regret uh, that I'm carrying. So that yeah. is really powerful. And if only we could get that message out to our nation, our people, I think that would make a fundamental leveling and balancing uh, effect for us. So I, I thank you for even sharing that. 